Right, okay, this is going to be fun. Uh, we're going to put ourselves in charge of WPP for the next 10 minutes. Um, the big question is, can WPP as a holding company continue in the same shape? Yeah. And our kind of hypothesis is no. And we're going to make some consider, or consider really, yeah. what we would do uh, as a new playbook for WPP 2.0. Yes, we are. Uh, now, this is the opportunity that they've got. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so Martin has gone. He was the glue that was holding it all together. Yeah. It was his baby. He created this, this huge beast of a, of a company. Um, but since his departure, as we've talked about before, there is a sense of liberation, I think, by the yeah. agency leaders. And if there was ever a time, if there was ever an opportunity to relook at how to restructure an organisation like that yeah. and go all in and future-proof it, now would be the time. Yeah. But it's incredibly complex. We've, we've been talking about this for the last week a little bit and just kind of coming up with ideas. And it feels like performing you know, very intricate surgery uh, because of its sheer complexity, which was one of the you know, early strengths of WPP was that it had you know, this amalgamation of all these different companies, but incredibly difficult to manage. So our driving principle really is just simplicity. So it's not surgery, it's a total kind of rethinking. Right. Uh, and we have one chance. That's right. It's a kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity yeah. for kind of Mark Reed and his leadership team to change this and make it future-proof based on clients' requirements moving forward. Okay, let's do it. Stick with us uh, and let us know your thoughts as we go through. That would be really helpful. Right, so let's start writing a WPP playbook 2.0. Yes. Uh, what should be our start point? what clients want. Correct. So you base everything on client requirements, yeah. right? And you base your blueprint on, on their requirements, on their needs. And what yeah. we do know is that clients are looking for agility. They want to be able to simply navigate an organization. They're looking for the best talent. Yeah. They want to have a commercial proposition that is quite simple to manage. And they want brilliant execution. Now, if yeah. you can base your kind of operating principles around those, mm -hmm. then you're in pretty good shape. I yeah, think. good. So that's a good kind of, that's a start point. That's, and it has to be organized to deliver against those things uh, as, a, as a priority. Now the challenge with WPP, as we've just mentioned, is its sheer complexity. Yeah. Uh, and it needs an organizing principle then that helps deliver against those ambitions. So uh, We've just taken some very simple inspiration from uh, what Google did a few years yeah. ago. So w when they restructured their business to create a new level of holding group, which they've called Alphabet, yeah. and then Google as a business, so it's ad-related activities, it's search, YouTube, it's ads, it's apps, mm -hmm. Android, things like that, are organized under Google. Yeah. And then it's other lines of business, which, were, which you know, in their words were unrelated, are organized into different kind of uh, subsidiaries of yeah. the Alphabet group. Um, there's some, I mean, some of the language that they used at the time, you can just see how these could be applied to WPP, right? So, uh, Larry Page saying, you know, the restructure was aimed to make the business cleaner and more accountable. Uh, it empowering them to manage at scale. Each, each component part of the business can be run independently where they aren't related. And there's a whole litany of kind of like benefits that they list out from that. You know, if I read a few of them, sounds like WPP, right? Get, get more done like move quicker, take a long-term strategic view, empower our entrepreneurs and allow our companies to flourish, mm -hmm. uh, improving the transparency and oversight of what we're doing, making, making us better through greater focus and making the lives of our people better. Yeah. Okay, so tick, 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 I think. So as an inspiration, that's what we're going to think about is actually what would the simplicity of restructure be if we totally oversimplified yeah. 
and clustered WPP companies into, into new groups. Let's do it. Okay, so this is a very oversimplified version of WPP, obviously, and we've left out big chunks of the company, a number of very big companies already. Uh, but the principle is that there are, it's not even organized like this, but we've just clustered it into some content, research, advertising, direct, technology, and bar, you know, media agencies, whatever they call them, organized under Group M. Our brutal surgery, as we've just been talking about, would require us to cluster lines of business and talent. Yeah. And so therefore, the first thing we would probably do is take these and unbundle them. And un unbundle them completely by selling them off. Yes. Okay. These are investments in content businesses and research businesses. Uh, so we would just remove those. So yes. if you just take them off the table. Yes. Okay. They're gone. That's raised a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Um, Wonderman increasingly looking like a, you know, one of the creative agencies. So these are uh, the you know, value-driven, strategic, consultative businesses yeah. of which their business model is typically fee-based uh, and they're, they're the ones that are competing perhaps more with the consultancies. Yes, okay? or should be anyway. Or should be. Yeah. Um, so that's potentially a kind of a, a new division of the business. We've then got uh, all the rest of these businesses, which are actually all quite, quite different. And we've missed out lots of different yeah. data bits and pieces. Our brutal surgery mm -hmm. is to take Essence and put it under here. Yep. Uh, Essence, whilst you know, thought of as a media agency, has been recently made part of Group M, actually potentially just a different type of consultative agency. Um, and, but we would leave the buying and the execution on that side of the table. Um, we would take potentially these all of these businesses actually and group them under one company and that would mean actually getting rid of all of those brands and what we could end up with here is group m uh, focused wholly on the execution yeah and only then doing buying data and technology organized under one holding company that's right okay so so and this is super brutal but you would lose Medicom, Maxis, and Wavemaker completely as brands. Yeah, and they would be fully integrated within the executional arm yes. of WPP through Group M. Exactly right. So you have a very simple brand there with three responsibilities. Uh, that would be a very sim a much simpler uh, organization to navigate as, as, uh, from different stakeholders. The big difference here is that we would take or any talent that sits in any of those companies. Strategic talent. The strategic talent. Anybody involved in the kind of analysis, strategy, and planning. So all the planners in the media agencies, for example, would then go and, and sit within some of the, what we now regard as the consultative businesses. Because planners, planning increasingly is paid for, paid for or should be paid for by fee. Yeah. So it makes sense to create, when we create separate lines of business here, we have the fee-based consultative businesses. So we move all the planners into these brands yeah. and all the execution, the buying the data and the technology, which can work on a commission-based business model, uh, is a separate entity. You could still have WPP as the holding group of these two organizations, but you have separate, clear, separate leadership who set the principles for these businesses. So you've already got a very strong leader here in Kelly Clark, for example, and that would make sense. And you could organize CEOs of the different functions within that. 
And then there's, there's I'm sure, you know, a very good leader amongst all the businesses here. Um, maybe that's Mark Reed's responsibility. Having run Wonderman, he, maybe he takes that on. I, I, who knows? Uh, and then you have a separate CEO. And then WPP becomes a very small company. Yeah. Always a very small company anyway. But uh, so that sits at the top um, and can work on how these can be working together when they need to that's or right. independently. Yeah. And it becomes completely flexible as clients want. So clients can... Uh, dip into the strategic consultative talent that we have on the, the integrated media and and you know creative agencies, and either access buying through the Group M or not. Yeah, exactly right. Okay, so that was uh, that's what we would do. Um, you can see it clusters lines of business, yeah. and it also clusters talent in a, into a more manageable way for advertisers. We believe. Yeah, and and it delivers against the kind of the four key requirements that we suggested were client wants. You know, agility, simplicity, talent, and brilliant execution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to your point, I mean, it, it would allow the business to take on the consulting threat, if you like, or you know, actually operate more like them yeah. and hopefully successfully uh, for them uh, and also defend a leadership position in execution which That's is right. where Group M's strength has been as market leader in that uh, and they can protect their position. Yeah, and it gives, That's right and it, it, but it gives clear access to the most strategic talent within the resource pool yeah. and I think that would be really important. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the final thing just easier for all of us to understand the business and to navigate and so that, that the benefit there is of course for advertisers that's the that's the primary goal but I, you know our assumption would be that also the analyst and investor community the city and the wall street would appreciate maybe in the same way that google had done is is to make it easier to understand the different lines of business segment out and kind of measure them perhaps you know independently uh, so investors would probably benefit from this and i think frankly finally employees, yeah. of which there are, I think now 200,000 um, WP employees, would probably have greater clarity and able to understand their own organization, and that's going to benefit advertisers. Agreed. Right, uh, we are off on Sunday to sunny Rome mm -hmm. for the Festival of Media, the, the Global Festival of Media, which happens next week. Yeah. What are we doing there? So uh, on Monday afternoon at five o'clock, I'm on the main stage with two high-profile global media leaders, yep. Gerhard Lowe from Deutsche Telekom and Sarah Armitage from LVMH. Yeah. We're going to be talking about how brands are bringing control of media decision-making in-house. Yep, very good. Uh, driving change. They are. Excellent. Um, if you're going to the Festival of Media, we will see you there. Uh, we have a little team from IDCOMS heading off to Rome. Uh, if you're not going and you're interested in media, you should really think about going if you can get a ticket. Um, but uh, we'll leave you with the question of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think? Do you agree with the WPP 2.0 playbook? Yes, no, whatever. Excellent. Uh, that's your media snack for this week. Thank you for watching. Please give us a thumbs up if you like what we're doing. Bye for now. See you next time. Thank you very much for watching. Please give us a thumbs up if you like what we're doing, but we'll see you next time. I see. Uh, thanks for watching. That's your media snack. No, no, no. Let me try again. <laughs> so sorry, I'm making a meal of this. Right. Go.